This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast, session number 104, Passion, Purpose, and Partnership. Hi there, and welcome to session number 104 of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world, the transformation I've experienced, the wonderful creatives that I've met who also share their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. I use the three words for this episode, passion, purpose, and partnership, because I feel these exemplify my guests today, who I'm so excited to bring you. And I'm just beside myself how excited I am because they're amazing people, incredibly kind. And we had a wonderful discussion about artists and dance and business and their relationship and It's always interesting to me, the dynamics of a relationship. And I talk a little bit about that in the beginning of the episode, which we'll get to here shortly. I just want to say thank you to the amazing Daniel Cloud Campos and Tamara Levinson Campos for sharing their time and their thoughts. And I loved having them on this show and our conversation was so enjoyable for me. So let's get to this interview as they share things about what has influenced their dancing and how they feel about the whole artistic process. And one of the videos that I loved with the two of them in there, I was so entertained by. We talk a little bit about that and so much more. I know you'll enjoy this. They are an amazing couple. Individually, they've accomplished great things. Collectively, they are a powerhouse. And I'm so excited to share them with you. Here we go. Hi, this is Cloud. I'm a dancer, director, and artist. And this is Tamara, movement therapist and creator of Yogans. And you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. The dynamics and synergy of a partnership are always fascinating to me, whether it's a marriage partnership or a business partnership. And in this case, it is both. And I'm super thrilled to introduce this creative couple on this episode. Both of them have success in the commercial dance industry as performers and choreographers working with Madonna and other countless artists. She is the creator of Yogance, a movement therapy that beautifully fuses dance, yoga, and more. And he has been featured in the LXD webisodes, Step Up 3D, so much more. I can't even go into all of his credits. And he is the creator and director of short films such as Shiny, which premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. And I am so excited, I'm beyond excited, to welcome Daniel Cloud Campos and Tamara Levinson Campos to the show. How are you two doing? Awesome. Thanks so much for having us. I'm so honored that you both are on the show, and I'm so excited to get into these questions. Now, Cloud, in our conversation, you had talked about Gene Kelly being a major influence on your dancing and that you're an old soul and you like all these old movies and stuff. And Tamara, um, I didn't get a chance to find out what it is that or who it is that has been an influence on your movement and your dance. Was it someone from your rhythmic gymnastics background or from a dance background? Uh, I really haven't had an exact influence. It's, It's very much my own kind of movement that has progressed into what it is. It just comes, I think, more so from, um, 
from dance and gymnastics and rhythmic gymnastics, like things that I've done rather than people that have inspired me. I like that you said that because it was more about you discovering what it is that feels natural and organic to you in your own experience. Because I find too that a lot of people may study other people or study other things, but may not completely implement what they've learned. And that's like with dance or business or anything. I've talked to a number of people where, where they'll say like, well, this person inspired me or this, but I don't, but they, they don't put the action behind like the things that they say they're going to do and that kind of thing. And so I really like that you said that because it, it was the process of you doing that has developed your style, right? Whether in dance or in yoga and all the things that you do, right? Oh, absolutely. It's been, it's kind of like an ev- evolution of all the things that I've tried in my life. Cause you know, I started as a gymnast and then I was a rhythmic gymnast. Then I became a dancer. I tried fire. I did contortion. I did aerial dance. So I, I've done a bunch of different kind of movements and, um, it's kind of culminated. It's become what it is today, which I call yoga dance, but really it's just a morphing of all these different things I've learned. I love the three words that you use to describe your movement therapy. And I taking your workshop, I felt that that was completely present and transformational. And do you want to talk about those three words? I just love them. And I would love for you as the creator to explain them. Yeah, which three words in particular? Uh, The beautiful warrior, yeah, on your website. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I think it's beautiful warrior and truth, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those are kind of the three things that I I live by. Number one, be beautiful, which is just being who you are, accepting who you are, loving yourself, all the good, all the bad, all the ugly, all the pretty. (laughs) You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. just owning it and seeing the beauty in all of that. Truth, because I really believe that without honesty, there's nothing. There's just nothing at all. There's nothing to work off of. If you can't be honest with yourself and honest with other people, then you're you're living in your own prison. And uh, it's really hard to break free from that unless you're willing to be honest. And then warrior, because I've always felt like a warrior um, in the sense of a survivor and uh, someone who wants to push through all my challenges that come in front of me, but also a warrior in... Uh, a peaceful warrior in a way, helping other people see their, their beauty and helping them, you know, push forward through their battle. I really resonate with your message, Tamara, and what you stand for. And when I had talked to you about how well you represent being comfortable in your own skin and being that example for other people and using dance and yoga and movement and all of that, I just think it's so incredible and so needed in this world for not only for dancers, but for everybody. Absolutely. So I, I love that. Now, Cloud, were you inspired by Gene Kelly? since you were little or was that something that happened when you were older in your dance career um no i i grew up dancing i grew up break dancing yes so i grew up b-boying and but it was the first form of fan uh, of dance that i actually got introduced to so i fell in love with dance i actually i always knew that i had that i had some sort of physicalness about me that i loved because like when i was little i was always like pretend to be a ninja and stuff like that and like I was very physical. I liked doing flips, but then when I found dance, like it just kind of, I just fell in love with it. But the form of dance, like growing up into it, I didn't really connect with that type of movement, like completely. And I always felt like I had, I, I, I moved differently. I always felt like it was coming from somewhere else. And it wasn't until like I was like eighteen or seventeen or something like that that actually Tamara introduced me to Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire. Ah. And when I saw them dance, I was just like, that's how I feel. When I when I watch them, just how they like how they feel the music and how they perform and the stories they tell, like I always felt like that growing up. I didn't really know how to express it back then until I 
until Tamara introduced me to those guys. Wow, that is really interesting. Now, with your projects, uh, Cloud, how much of that, like, we talked a little bit about, your, you know, with Gene Kelly and stuff, and tomorrow, both of you, I would love to get your feedback on what your thoughts are being in the dance industry and having the successes that you've both had collectively and individually. What are your thoughts now about the commercial dance industry and dance as a whole? Would each of you um, talk a little bit about that? Ooh, yeah, you want to go first, a lot though? to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she will say it the best because we're we're both on the same page, but she she should break it down because I'm kind of on the same page. Well, I guess so. The question is, what I think about the commercial world as far as the dance industry goes. Is that yes, that's and, the question, yes. Right? Uh huh. And tomorrow, I want to make mention of a post that you had done. Uh, gosh, it was probably a couple months ago where you. I know that you don't really watch a lot of the whole like media stuff on commercial dance and you had happened to catch an awards show and you were saying how disappointed you were with the content and that the the artistry was missing and I so resonated with that because I'm all about entertainment and um, different movement and all kinds of styles and stuff but there's something about feeling something and like the artistry yeah. and the intention of going into a piece of work and yeah. um, putting a lot more than just the gratuitous, you know, stuff and that kind of thing. You want to talk a little, yeah, you want to talk about that yeah. and then your thoughts on that? Well, I think that the commercial world as far as dance and music and art has gone has shifted quite a bit. I think that the corporations have taken over and they've kind of taken our beautiful art and made it a business. And so what we're seeing in the mainstream is a business. It's not art. Um, I think the true artists still exist and they're all over the place and you see them on the streets, you see them busking, you see them creating their own art on, you know, in little theaters all over the place, but you don't see it in the mainstream. And what's really sad about that is that I think the the youth isn't seeing how much art can change us as people and the exploration of it and how much we can express ourselves through it. They're seeing something that's very watered down, very basic, that only really speaks of minimal things, which is, you know, I don't know, sex, but sex on a very superficial level, because I'm all about sex. But, you know, there's got to be more than just, I mean, I, I just listen to the lyrics of, of these songs today. I mean, you know, and violence. And all. I think I think that a lot of that is missing. And I don't really consider what's happening on the mainstream art. I really don't. I think it's a business and they want to take your money and people are buying into it, unfortunately. And we're losing all the greats. We're losing them all. And I'm just really afraid that in time, it'll just all be gone. So I think it's the independent artists like Cloud, like myself, people creating on their own terms that are going to bring it back. Cloud, what would you say about that? Is there anything else? I know you said that you feel the same way as tomorrow. Is there anything else you'd add to that? It's been a while since either of us have been in the commercial world. I mean, dance for, for artists today, especially artists, like artists today are, are uh, they don't celebrate dances like they used to. It's very, uh, it's very self-indulgent about the artists nowadays. Like they, they just want everything to look, to make them look good and do less and look good. And um, watching any award show today, like any music award show today is a prime example of it. Like the, everything that tomorrow broke down within that post, I was like, ah, it's so dead on. It's just like, it's really sad. And and, and yeah, and I, I completely agree that it, it's up to us artists. I mean, with the, with the whole um, platform of YouTube and nowadays and stuff like that, you know, we have a voice that we can continue on to make stories in and like, and create our own content and create our own art within dance and keep it alive. I think dance has evolved a lot from um, since YouTube has 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 um, was born. But I also think at the same time, 
it's it's a hard thing to get out of because all the artists and all the commercial people they just go online and find something that's viral and dance and they take it and they commercialize it and they take it away from the artists and they don't give them credit and they don't give them they don't actually contact them they just like take a director that they know a commercial director or a commercial artist and they're like just do that you know and um you know and it sucks because it's piracy like yeah artists are always complaining about people piracying their i mean uh taking their, their music and stuff like that. Um, but they do it all the time to us, to us artists. Like, you know, it's been happening for years and years. Yeah, I mean, what Cloud is saying is, is so true. The thing is, it's funny because the internet has opened up our our eyes, right? We, we are yeah. able to see so many different people all over the world yes. making, making their art, which is a beautiful thing. But the problem is as well, is that people are copying and stealing. And so what's happening is that we're just seeing art, the same art remade through different people's eyes, which, which is kind of like what has been happening, you know, since the end of time. But the problem is like, it's literally being copied. Like for example, Cloud's movie, Shiny was copied. Cloud, as so much of Cloud's work is copied and there's no credit being given. And, but the worst part of it is not so much that they take your art. Cause you know, whatever, at the end of the day, we're whatever we're all on the same planet yeah, we're all sharing at the end of the day, yeah. right it's a compliment in a way in a really messed up way right right but <laughs> the problem really is way. that it's dulling the art no one's coming up with anything new or innovative and no, it's boring no. it's incredibly boring well they wait for something to go viral they wait yeah. for something to go like popular and then they're like let's just do that instead of like you know creating something on their own same with movies today nothing nobody's taking any chances or any race they're just taking like What's, what has an audience like you know and it's smart marketing wise yeah like but everyone just kind of suffers because we're just recycling everything that's been done already like they're making remakes of every movie that was yes. famous back in the days and making them more and more worse like where's our ets of today where's our like yeah you know uh, hitchcock like and, and all those like all those incredible like never-ending story like all those amazing original films that we grew up with and you know, kids nowadays are just watching something that's already been done, but in a, a really worse, like, version of it. You know, you guys bring up great points, of course, and I'm I'm so happy that you're able to talk about this stuff. And I remember Tamara, you had a post, I think it was on Instagram, where someone completely copied your video, like, just like, and gave <laughs> themselves credit. I remember that. I thought, yeah. how, how do people have a conscience like blatantly doing this and saying that it's their own. I just, I don't get it. But um, I think part of that too is that the uh, people don't want to put the work into because it takes work to right. put, create, to be originally creative and put in that oh. effort. You know, it's yeah. the effort. And I'm finding that just in our day and age with the, with the instantaneous, you know, microwave mentality, it's like, okay, yeah, like what you were talking about, Cloud, people want that instant, okay, it's a viral, okay, I'm going to do it. And, and yep. that's, it, it, the priorities are different. They're just different, you know? Yep. Yeah, people, I mean, people are going for the likes and the, you know, billion, a million followers on Instagram. They're not yes. going for, for quality. No quality, no, nothing like that anymore. It's just yeah. like, how can and I no do likes? Yeah, no one wants to step out of the box. No one wants to say anything too scary or offensive because they're afraid that they're going to lose followers. And the yes. truth, you know, but that's not what artists do. Artists stir up shit, you know. Artists get things going. Artists have, you know, that's that's our job is to make people think and inquire. Yeah, the craziest thing is uh, like talent and art comes like almost last nowadays because that's not really going to get them 
like people with social media followers like a lot of them have like you know I'll never name any names but like a lot of them have almost zero talent they just have a lot of social media followers and those are the people who get all the opportunities nowadays it's crazy how that happens but yeah i i we don't get it we don't, we don't get how that how the system works or how to even build followers and things like that we just all we know is how to create and how to create our art and share it yeah Yes. And speaking of art and sharing and YouTube, since we're on this conversation, I watched your video, the two of you on the We Dance Everywhere video. Oh, Oh, on Cloud's blog. Oh, yeah. I was cracking up so hard because (laughs) the look on your face, Cloud, when uh, Tamara bought that bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I loved how authentic it was because it was just you guys having your day taking your dog you guys went to the grove got you know just were looking around it was so chill and then the dancing started you just can't help dancing right so (laughs) it's it's in your blood right and then oh my goodness the the bell and the comments and oh my goodness and then cloud i noticed that you're posting stuff on cloud tube now and you said there's some stuff coming are you able to talk about those projects oh yeah yeah, I mean, this year coming up in 2017 is going to be, the goal is to, is, to re- is to release a lot of content based off of a, and a music album that I've been working on for this past whole year in 2016. Oh, awesome. That's yeah. going to be exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been a, a long time coming. It's ever since, I think ever since Tamara has met me, which is like 13 years ago, I've been wanting to make music. But I pushed it away because I was just like, kind of like, didn't really think it was for me. It was one of those things of like, yeah, I can't do this. And I just walked away from it. Yeah, I don't know. I, something clicked last year when tomorrow and I were in Miami. And I was just like, ah, I kind of really want to make music. I want to make something that I can do everything that I love to do in one. And that was like first starting off with making an album and then actually making music videos for them and short films for them. And actually dancing in them and like, you know, editing and all that stuff. So. It was a, a, a good medium for me, like, that kind of covers all the things that I love. And want. Yeah, I mean, this project is going to be insane. And what's so cool about it is I've been going in and watching Cloud work on it with real musicians. Could you imagine in a studio, like, real musicians? Oh like, 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 does that even exist anymore? But, um, yeah, we so, just, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Cloud. I said we recorded, we recorded uh, at this place called uh, Paramount Studios the other day. And uh, the people working there were like, is that a real band inside there? And we're like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh my god, we we never get those. It's been like almost two years since we had like the actual band like playing in here. Yeah, and wow. like the studio is unbelievable. It's like built for a band. Like mm-hmm. it's like a massive like recording session studio. There's like a big uh, tracking bay. It's like it's insane. And it, and it was so sad for me to hear that from her. Yeah, and she was like. And she was she felt like oh wow it's like a treat to actually because they all they do is like hip hop you know tracks and all I do is like bring in a little keyboard and have like two tracks going at one time you know it's like yeah it's really sad such a waste but that's the cool thing and that's what that's what's so great about what Cloud is doing is he's bringing it all back he's making real music with real artists making his own videos directing them editing them and making you know some some sort of like viable content that has something to say it's really exciting that that is very exciting and just watching some of the stuff that Cloud has done and I, you know I'm not surprised that his stuff has been copied because it's it is so good it's but so good. him bringing this 
Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And tomorrow, yeah. just your authenticity and encouraging people to be comfortable with who they are and the whole mission of Yogants is just, like I said, so needed in this yeah. day and age. Yeah. It's so, you know, timely. And um, with the two of you working collectively um, as well as individually, what would you say is has made your businesses work? I think that we keep it real. You know, I don't think we... I mean, the truth is, I don't know if they work financially because we're not we're not anywhere where we I think we we could be. Um, But I think they work in a sense that people connect with them. And that to me and cloud is the most important thing. And they work because cloud and I are coming from an authentic place. We're not doing it for any other reason than to share what what's in our hearts. That's why it works. Yeah. And people need that. I mean, at the end of the day when it really comes down to it, that's what people really need. Like, it's like, you know, you can have stuff to cover up little little moments of, hap- of happiness, but, you know, whenever, when somebody's depressed and they're looking for answers and they're looking for inspiration, like, that stuff with artists, when what they give, you know, can never be replaced with anything commercial or money. You know, like, back in, back in the 1930s when in the Depression, like, everybody turned to art. They didn't turn to, like, you know, anything, like, commercial and buying stuff or things like that, or they all turn to art. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned that, Cloud, with back in the Depression and stuff, because I remember reading something about um, back in the ancient Egyptian days that that women dancers, or a dance as a whole, was regarded as a really prestigious career to have and what you guys addressed in this conversation about how like dancers it's not like with the artists it's not about that anymore and it's not about the you know the creation of the art and the the importance of what dancers give and so I I really like that you brought that up it reminded me of just back then dance was you know in different cultures too it was regarded as very something very sacred and important and and the whole you know there's ceremony to it and importance and that kind of thing and mm-hmm. it fascinates it fascinates me now studying that kind of stuff and like oh my goodness there's so much more to this you know and like you know the kind of work that you two do there's so much more than just the movement just the choreography just the whole commercial aspect of it totally right. it's human i mean if you don't if you can't be in your body connect with it move with it breathe with it and be comfortable with it then how the heck are you going to move through this world you know it's it would be it's really difficult like it all starts and ends with you inside your body and then beyond that so the the closest way that i know how to connect with my spirit is through movement once i yeah. move and i breathe and i feel everything flowing i'm like ah there she is and then i can connect ah. on the world you know mm-hmm. That was beautifully said. That was so beautifully said. And, and I remember talking with Cloud and, and, um, telling him how like yo, just yoga in itself and just cross training, not just doing dance, but doing yoga yeah. and the different types of yoga I've experienced so far has been, it's been the hugest blessing for me to be able to integrate that and, and learn from the principles and the positive intentions and the breathing. Oh my gosh. There's so the many breathing. aspects of, I could not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how do you breathe into your, I was telling my dance trainer, I don't get it. Like before, when I was just starting yoga, I thought, okay, they tell me to breathe into my hip and breathe into this part of my body. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I understand that, but I'm not feeling it. I don't get yeah, it. But yeah, it, took, yeah. it took me a while, right? And it's so important. Exactly. Like imagine some people don't even know where their hip is, much less breathe into their hip. I mean, that's the truth of the matter, you know? And um, if you don't even know yourself, how could you possibly spread love anywhere else or compassion. It's, it's impossible. That's how I feel. It's like, it all starts and ends with you. Self-love. 
that's where it starts. Mm. And self-love, yes. I think, comes from self-awareness and self-understanding. And once you kind of yeah. can become aware and you understand yourself fully, then you can start connecting and spreading your magic everywhere. Yeah, within everything that you do. Yeah. Well. Yes, yes. Now, uh, Claude, Tamara had mentioned to me um, that you were you still get nervous before performing. Is that still the case? I mean, I don't know if that was when you were more in the competitive b-boy world, or is that how is that now? Do you is is fear or un, you know having anxiety before performing? Oh, yeah. Is that something you deal with still? Oh yeah. I mean, I think I'm always and forever will have that nervousness. I mean, I think. But that does that, that does with everything. I think if you don't have, if you're not nervous, if you're not nervous about something, you're not really truly passionate about it. The things that I'm not really truly passionate about, I'm, I I never really have nerves on, and like it's kind of a shitty feeling to have, you know, to not really care and just to go do something because you just have to do it. Like mm. I like feeling those emotions because it kind of makes you feel like you're alive and you're like you're in the moment, like you're completely aware of everything. You feel everything in your body, all the senses, like. You know your surroundings. You, you like every time I've ever performed, I couldn't like recall exactly what I was feeling, where I was. So it's like having those feelings makes you truly present. It's definitely you know it, there's incitement to it as well. But I mean, I think all those emotions and those fears that 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 bring up makes us alive. Mm-hmm. So I, and in the moment, I I hate it. Like it, it feels awful. <laughs> I feel like throwing up. But I'm always grateful for it afterwards. I'm always like, okay, wow. We did it. Like, I got through that. Like, and it always feels like a, a triumphant moment. Like, it feels like victorious after you, you yeah. face those fears. You know, if I were to run away from them and, like, if I'm about to go on stage and, like, I'm, and I'm like, oh, I can't do this and I run away, then, then that would be, that'd be awful. But it's when you're, like, faced with those challenges in those moments and you're like, all right, let's do this and you follow through with it. That's when, like, you know, the ultimate reward comes in the end. Yes, and Tamara, I love also how you address that in your workshops of just acknowledging how you're feeling and that it's okay, that it's okay, that that's just part of it. And I love that because for so, at least for me in my experience, for so long, I've been told to bury certain feelings or certain emotions like it was wrong or there's something wrong with me because I felt those things. And just recently in the last couple of years, I've learned that it's, it's okay. It it is what it is. That's that there's a reason for certain emotions and, and the feelings that you have. And, and there are avenues to express that or to release that and nothing is wrong or right. It just is. Right. And I, yeah. I love how you address that. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely a society makes us um, all want to blend and be one and conform. And, you know, I, I have a, a theory that it's a bigger government kind of thing where, you know, they're trying to kind of make us all robots so that we'll all just yes. do what they say. And I really believe that. But and I and I think that it's up to us to be like, okay, no, I'm not going to repress. I'm supposed to feel. That's what humans do. We feel. And if we can just acknowledge that these feelings are all real and they're all good, even the bad ones are actually good. And we just confront them and go, all right, there you are. You know, I kind of always talk to my feelings a little bit like, oh, hey, fear, what's up? What are you doing? (laughs) That's great. Yeah. And then it becomes a little bit more real and more attainable. And then you just step up to it, just like a conversation that we're having and you continue on your day, you know, I think the people that oppress feelings or or put them aside, that's where the trouble is because it's like a bomb in your body waiting to explode because they're going to have to come out at some point. So you either face them like a friend or you hold them back and they're going to explode. Oh, yeah, I like that. Good. We, we've been watching a lot of uh, Black Mirrors. 
Yeah. And, uh, it's it's a great episode. I mean, it's a great series for like where the future is kind of heading, and like yeah. what you know, like what the government will will kind of like bring and do. I mean, it's it's pretty knowledgeable and to even think about. I have something to think about. Black Mirror is like you guys. You should even watch that. It's a really amazing show. Black. Okay, I'll have I'll have to look that Netflix. up. Yeah. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Ah, okay. I had talked about um, going back to the whole partnership thing and the synergy and dynamics of things. And Tamara, you had posted a while back about how what makes one of the things that makes uh, your marriage and your partnership work with Cloud is that you guys accept each other unconditionally. Do you want? Do you both yeah. want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. You want to go first, Cloud? Um. Yeah. I mean, the partnership I have with Tamara. Yeah. I'm still in disbelief that um I'm lucky enough to have someone like her in my life. Aww. Um no, it's it's true, it's true. Like it's uh 'cause I, I I've definitely been a really difficult person <laughs> to live with and to be with. Because I, I grew up with a lot of because um, I'm I'm kinda like the opposite. I grew up being the opposite of Tamara. Tamara's always had a lot of self love for herself. And ever since I've met her, I don't know, I like I learned a lot before I met her, but when I met her, she was always really good with who she was and, like, was really confident and stuff like that and had a lot of self-love. So she was, like, very giving in a lot of ways. And I was very selfish in a lot of ways because I didn't really have a lot of self-love um, growing up. And I struggled with it, like, tremendously. And funny because Tamara and I are so opposite from each other. But um, we complement each other in so many ways because she gives me like exactly everything that I need in a partner. And um, I think I'm able to do the same for her. I think, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, really, yeah. Well, I, don't, I think yeah, that, uh, yeah. So what Cloud is saying is very true. We're complete opposites. And, um, and I think the things... The things I lack, Cloud has. The things Cloud lacks, I have. So we very much fit together like a puzzle. And I think the thing that has even most recently, probably the most, saved us and our marriage and our love, beyond the fact that we love each other, because, you know, love it, love is love, and it's amazing, but it's not everything in a marriage. It's actually yeah, quite yeah. minimal in a marriage. There's so much more that goes into it. But I think... The most important thing in the world, and it goes back to my three words, is honesty. Without yeah. honesty, there is nothing. There's just nothing you can do if you're not both speaking and communicating honestly, 100% honestly. It's just, it's really, really difficult. And and I think that's where a lot of um, unions and marriages and relationships and friendships go wrong, is that maybe people don't want to hurt each other, so they don't tell each other things, or they're embarrassed about something they did, or whatever the feeling is, and so they hold back. Um, and the mind is an amazing thing, because as, as creative and incredible as it is, it also can imagine things beyond what that person is doing that could possibly be way worse, and so it creates yeah, yeah. its own story. So unless the other person is willing to be completely honest, you're going to have issues. So... That's the number one thing for us is that, especially most recently, we've been very honest with each other. Yeah, and the other thing is, I think that my whole life, and take, I, keep a lot, and I, I mean, I, I said I keep, I'm very, I'm very internal. Like I keep a lot of stuff to myself. Yeah, because that's just how I was. That's like a habit I've always had. Oh, I agree. I, I resonate with that, Cloud, because that's the same thing with me. I it's just recently that I've 
started expressing more verbally because it's all inside yeah, of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I grew up that way. Like, it's just not proper to express anything that might be negative. And it's really hard to have those hard conversations, whether it is with a yeah. spouse or a friend or business partner. It takes, yeah, it yeah. takes courage and it takes, you just got to do it. Yeah, once you do it, it's like a relief up there. And then you're kind of it is. free yeah. now. Like, yeah. When things can actually really start to happen, like, yeah. things can really start. And, and the thing, I think people stuff. don't want the confrontation, but they're getting the confrontation tenfold by not speaking up, you know, because you can feel energy. You can feel it. And so it is present in the room. It's just not being said. So why not just say it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Definitely agree. I'm so glad that you guys talked about that. It's interesting that it's recent that you guys have been having some of these conversations and stuff. And it, mm-hmm. there, it, it needs to be done, right? What it, for whatever reason, whatever the the uh, the issue is, or the whatever that it needs to be, to be done. Dis- yeah. yeah, especially and if I'm- you want to work it out in a marriage and like in a part in, in a partnership, like it has to be. Yeah. And especially a marriage that's long, you know, like Cloud and I have been together 13 years, which is not long. I mean, people are together lifetimes, right? But even in 13 years, even in a year, even in a week, so many things are constantly changing within us and within each other. And so there has to be this constant chatter and communication. And the other thing that I think is really necessary is laughter and fun, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, that has to happen. Yeah, it just you have to be playful and silly and try new things and go on vacations and travel together and change things up. Yeah, yeah, always new. So, where do you guys like to go? Like, where do you guys go to to kind of get away from all you know? Get away from the day to day. Are there favorite places that you two like to go together? We love to yeah. travel. We just love to travel. Yeah. Like we, I mean, we have we have our favorite places. We go to like Mexico and stuff like that. We love Mexico. And like Tulum and stuff like that, but we 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 love to just go to places that are just brand new, and and any place that has like a just uh, cafe. Mm. Yeah, we we <laughs> like our cafes. We love cafes. We that's, do. Like our, that's like our thing. Like if we find yeah. if we if we're walking and we see like a two cafe, we get like crazy inside like little kids, and we're like, oh my god. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's we like we like our cappuccinos and we like food. So like. Anything yeah, yeah, yeah. like the excitement level rises to the ultimate degree. Yeah, to the top. Yeah. Would you guys consider yourself foodies? Are you like that kind of like with the food or just whatever is good or whatever is, you know? No, I mean, no, no, we're, we're gross. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gross. No, yeah. Not, we used to be, we used to be really gross. We're like, we're both pretty much <laughs> vegan now. But like, oh, so it's, okay. It's you... kind of hard. Oh, okay. We're not, we're not 100% vegan. We're not 100% um, we vegan. Def- no, we're, we definitely yeah. attempt to most of the time. I would say 95% of the time. But if it's not available or if it's difficult or there's, or there's a craving or there's something that we want, yeah, we, we definitely let ourselves indulge. Yeah, yeah, I think that's important. There's a balance yeah. for sure. Balance. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Total balance. I'm going to switch over to what I call the dance preneuring quick step. And it's three quick questions. And you have to tell me what comes to mind. So each of you, I'm really interested in this. And, and I have Uh-oh. an idea on some of them, but they're just really easy questions. They're my fun questions. So are you two ready? Yeah. yeah. Are we okay. both answering at the same time? Or uh, no, each first? Uh, whoever wants to go first is fine. I'm, I want to hear both of your responses, though. So whoever wants to go first is fine. So the first question is, dance style you haven't tried but would like to and why? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's um, a hard one. I think um, I, 
don't know. I think uh, like a Maori, Maori kind of warrior oh. dance. Uh huh. I would love that. I would love that. I mean, I haven't tried. Well, I, don't know, I guess I kind of tried. I, I've always loved. I always wanted to kind of learn. Wanted to learn how to tap dance, but I, I kind of tried it. So that doesn't count, does it? Yeah, um, but you didn't fully ever try it. I never really went for it. I just like was like, oh yeah, how do you do that little, uh, you know, time step <laughs> or whatever like that. So is it something, Cloud, that you would actually take up? You think because uh, your style probably lends to that really well. You probably would pick it up really quickly. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I don't think I would try. I don't think I would try to like take it up because I would do it for fun, but nothing for nothing to do it seriously. Ah, if okay. I had to learn it for something, I would definitely learn it. That would be really cool. Like if I ah, had okay. like, to learn it for like anything in particular, or a special project or anything like that, I would definitely take it up. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Ah, okay. Favorite dancer or choreographer, and why? Oof. God, that I really don't know. Just what? What did you say, Cloud? Fosse. Ah, yes. Bob Fosse is one of yeah, dancer, favorite dancer. I mean, you know mine. It had to be one of those guys. Yeah, I figured. (laughs) You're Gene or Fred? Yeah. Um, for me, I don't really. Yeah, for me, I don't really have an answer to that question because. It, you know what I love? It's not so much the popular dancers or the popular choreographers. Actually, the the, the unknowns. I love yes. world. You know, I love yeah. world dancers. I love African dancers. I like for me, it's going into a small African village and seeing the people get down and be like, uh-huh. "Oh, what's that step? Yeah, Who made that that's up?" Really it's, fine gold. That's my vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Oh my, that would be great if you went to went there and did a yo dance workshop. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. and they taught me their thing because yeah. you know what I like. I would love to do a documentary of world dances and just travel to like the most the smallest little places. That'd be amazing. And, and get because yes. that, that's totally my vibe. Yeah. Okay, not, you you need to do that tomorrow because I want to see that, and I know it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> done. Oh, and the last question is dance style that currently describes your day and why. That currently describes your day. What do you oh like today? Right now, yes. Well, for me, it's always the morga, which is a dance from my, uh, it's a folk dance from my country, Argentina. They also dance oh. it in Uruguay. Yeah, it's a, it kind of looks like an African dance with a Spanish flair, but it's a political dance. And it's really amazing. They have like a, like a morga festival, almost like the Brazilians do. And it, for me, it, that's always my dance. It's, it's, it's bold and it's loud and it's grounded and it's in your face. Ooh, I am. In, I I don't think I've ever heard of that. I have got to look that up. That yeah. sounds amazing. It's spelled M U R G A. Murga. Murga. Okay. Yeah, amazing. Wait. So the question was dance style that currently describes your day and why, right at this moment. Oh, at this moment, how I'm feeling right now. Right. You mean? Well, I'm I'm really cold. So <laughs> it has to be something that like <laughs> has a lot of energy. No, it's yeah. like what's that? What's that Irish dance? The Irish dance with the legs. Oh, river dancing. The river dancing. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you're really cold, dancing. you always do that dance. Yeah, it get, it get nice and warm. Um, yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know. That's a hard. That's a tricky question. That's I, a good I question. I don't quite understand it. Feeling. I don't quite understand. Like the last thing I would want to do right now. Like if my answer would probably be nothing. 
<laughs> like, like, no. well, I probably says I'm so cold that like the, uh, like I hate dancing while I'm cold. How do you want to do? I just want to just like relax and like. You want to do um, shavasana? Or or I should do <laughs> yeah, I should do shavasana or I shavasana. Should do yoga, a yoga dance or something like that. And that's yoga a dance, dance because it's movement with breath. So there you go. Yes, yes, that that is perfect. Yoga <laughs> is good for anything. I mean, exactly. that's like all. Twenty four seven, baby. I mean, it's like you know. Yeah, totally. Thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, if you want to check out Tamara, you can check her out at yogants.com, and I'm going to link all of this information in the show notes. And then, of course, if you want to find Cloud, check out his awesome YouTube channel, and you will find them. There's you research both of them you will find them tamara and cloud thank you so much for being on the podcast this has been so enjoyable for me and i've learned so much and i'm so encouraged by the both of you and i'm really excited to see the projects coming up in 2017 thank you so much again for being on the podcast thank no, you're you welcome so and thank you for having us fun. yeah this was great was your awesome. questions were awesome thank you so much yeah yeah totally What do you think makes a partnership successful? I would love to get your thoughts on that. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 104, where you can also find the show notes to the session. And if you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on either iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. And that way I can continue improving it and also give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.